you've already presented a pattern of who you are to so many people. So now in their mind, they have an expectation of how you're going to perform or respond to them when they ask of something or they need something from you. And now you're going to change gears on them. And they weren't ready to shift in the third gear, right? They've been sitting in second gear for a while and they're like, no, we're cool here. You know, like we're good. We're just cruising on down the lake, right? And you're like, no, look. I'm about to get up this mountain. Look, look, I'm about to take a left turn because I'm not hanging out over here anymore. You know, whatever, right? And so when you start to do things different from what other people expect of you, my if I had to give any advice, hold your ground. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. Uh, today, I have the distinct pleasure of speaking to uh, Mrs. Leah, Mrs. Leah Saloni, a really good friend of mine, someone I've been knowing for well over uh, 20 years, probably very close to 30 years. I've been knowing her for a very long time. Uh, so I wanted to bring her on and uh, have her speak on the podcast and uh, share some of her experiences and everybody kind of know what the podcast is about and uh, things we like to share once again, to just try to take an opportunity to hear people's stories, folks I know, people that I admire, I know have gone through difficult times in their lives and they continue to show up and just share with you how they navigate through uh, navigate through life and uh, just all the different challenges that we all face. So, Leah, welcome to the show. And uh, how are you doing? I'm well, Derek. I uh, first want to say thank you for the opportunity to share any little experience that I have uh, of life, any knowledge that I may be able to share with someone else to help them maybe through a tough time, help them navigate their own emotions, help them ask themselves the necessary questions that they need to, to take another step forward in life. So I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for your time, your energy, and you're very welcome. So uh, can you give the audience a little bit about yourself, kind of anything you want to share uh, just background wise, you know, like maybe where you're from, uh, anything like that. <laughs> I think it's probably a little broad strokes question because I love to ramble. Um, short and skinny from New Orleans East. I uh, was there till about 12 years old and we went over to the suburbs more so in, in Kenner, Louisiana, uh, at about 12 years old. So adjusting and changing from an environment that I was used to what I knew uh, having to navigate new territory, new friends, new connections, you know, and my young teenage life. Um, so those, you know, typical um, expected struggles from that, um, you know, being the oddball in the group, um, things like that. It took some time to get adjusted. Um, then grew up there, you know, and, and graduated high school, went to college, followed the herd, but struggled. Uh probably lasted there maybe 18 months if I'm lucky to, to count that many months um, realized okay oh, I need to be doing something went off to the military and, and went to the Air Force decided well I might as well be doing something so I can keep uh, active and forward movement while I navigate and figure out who I am uh, was there for just under four years I had you know, acquired a husband and a child while in that process. 
through that timestamp of life. Uh, then that subsequently followed with uh, adultery on my end, uh, divorce, uh, moving back home, getting back to Louisiana, and uh, just a constant, I don't want to say struggle, but a constant endeavor to get to my authentic self. Um, so fast forward. I'm now 43 years old. Uh, next month I'll be 44. So. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Well, thank you, thank you, thank You're you. You're very welcome. Yeah, I do. For the longest time I, I stopped celebrating birthdays because I, don't, I didn't know what I was happy about it as far as what life had to offer. But fast forward here, um, I've learned a lot. I've lived a lot. I've cried a lot. And um, I'm happy to still be here. All right. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you so very much for just being so open and uh, willing to be vulnerable uh, and just sharing like a little bit of background about yourself. So with, with this podcast, I typically, you know, you have that first question, the next question. Of course, this is the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. So uh, my question to you is, what is something or things that you do uh, to, to just to continue to show up for yourself? When I say show up for yourself, I'm not necessarily saying from a selfish standpoint, but showing up for yourself uh, can be, you know, to make sure you're available for others. But first, it starts with showing up for yourself. So when you find yourself in having difficult times, and I give an example uh, for me, you know, I was going through a very tough time, you know, with depression. And I often would get up and go to the gym and work out. Uh, but I got to a place where I couldn't even get up out of the bed and go work out. I would stay in the bed. It was almost like functional depression. Uh, mm -hmm. So I would stay in the bed, get up, check my email, and then lay back down, you know. Uh, so that's kind of, but at the time, you know, I was just thinking, oh, you got to get to the gym, force yourself to work out. But that wasn't was, that wasn't working for me. You know, I had to actually stay there, lay in the bed, and allow myself to process the emotions I was having. So uh, for, for you, you know, what what is it that you do? What What is the thing that you do for yourself if someone's listening, you know, that may resonate with them? Things that you do for yourself uh, to, to make sure you continue to show up. Yeah. I mean, when, when you talk on that and you say, okay, well, you know, I did at least at bare minimum, let me, let me get up and answer the emails that I got to answer and, and get back in bed. Um, again, yeah, that functioning depression, you know, like a, like a functioning alcoholic, right? And you got to mm -hmm, do yeah. something to, to maneuver just to survive the moment. And I, I, that's the word that... I felt like I was living, you know, for almost 30 years of just like feeling like my body was just trying to survive the time that it was in and, and the struggle. I mean, I can remember as far back as 12 years old, you know, coming home from school, just physically, emotionally drained and mm -hmm. feeling like I just want to shut myself away from the world. And so when you say, when you ask the question, you know, what do we keep doing? Like, for me personally, it, it depends upon the moment and the time of what mm -hmm. I'm going through. Yeah. So I call it my cocoon. Okay. Right. I'm going in my cocoon and it's been a two part series with that in my life of that. I've always withdrawn. I've always gone in my cocoon. I've always naturally gone into that introverted space where I need to go recharge my batteries. Right. Uh, but the word that comes to mind now as we're talking, if I had to pick one word, it's vocalize. Vocalize. I okay. now vocalize 
when I'm going into my cocoon. Mm -hmm. I vocalize to my family and friends that I need a minute. I'm overwhelmed. I got a lot going on. I'm in sensory overload. I need my space. Mm -hmm. Because when I would go into my cocoon before and I would retreat and just do my thing and thought, you know, that was okay. There were people who were worried about me and, you know, they'd call and they'd text or what have you. And then it's, it's, now I've got this extra anxiety that now mm -hmm. I've got to perform for these yes. people or I have to respond because now they're, they're worried about my safety and so on. Um, so when I know I'm in a safe headspace and I know that I just need a minute, then I'm just going to take a minute and I deserve that. I deserve to be able to say, I need space. Mm -hmm. And I anticipate and I expect that my family and friends who love me can respect that space. And um, it's been it's been a work in progress. There have been some who, you know, definitely still want to be in my space when I'm in my cocoon. And I've vocalized my, my standings. But again, I've just, next word that comes to mind is I've reaffirmed where I stand in that I've drawn the line in the sand and and held my ground on that and over time they've come to realize I'm not playing around this is my mental health is more important than stroking someone else's ego of time and attention that they may want or need from me okay yeah I think the uh something that you said uh with that is the, the vocalize, actually speaking about what's going on. You know, uh, we're at a place now with, with our age, and once again, you know, us knowing each other for a very long time, you know, as we get older, uh, we kind of, you know, you can naturally mature, you can deliberately mature as well, like meaning that you're doing the work mm -hmm. to figure out, mm. you know, why are you at the place that you are in life. And I think this vocalization, is that a word? I'm making it up. But I think that's that, that's like the beginning step. That's like the first, a huge part of just having a conversation. Mm -hmm. And you also mentioned, uh, you used the word love. You know, people that are loving. I know just the other day we were sitting down talking with, with a friend of ours, a mutual friend. Uh, y'all are very, y'all best friends, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, when we was talking about that, like like things being founded, like you have that foundation of love. Yeah. And it kind of, something I like to really speak, I like to talk about is like, you know, love yourself, you know, find a safe space to be able to voice mm -hmm. how you truly feel. And I yes. think that's where you find that you can kind of get this growth that you're talking about when you I think it's so interesting, the cocoon part, understanding that, hey, I'm overstimulated. I need to step back and recharge myself. And it kind of goes back to what I was talking about with showing up for yourself. And mm -hmm. it's not from a selfish standpoint. It's just showing up for you so you can actually now show up for others and that's showing up for others not necessarily serving others but just being present with others when you are present with them you yes. know what i mean yes and and i feel like it's so critical what you're saying as you go into your cocoon phase but then you also have the maturity to say okay well, let me vocalize what i'm going through and share this with people because i know it was times where we do you probably did withdraw and, and and not say anything you know so it's like vocalizing and and you you mentioned uh you mentioned the word retreat and uh, reaffirm and held your ground, you know, mm -hmm. in your stance. Yeah. And, and understand how important mental health is. And, and 
I think it's just really good of what, what you're sharing. Uh, and, and I really like it. It's, and we always have great conversations <laughs> too. You know what I mean? But I just, I think it's, it's, those are really, really good things. I know another question that I have, uh, you kind of shared it already is, and again, with the, with these podcasts, I try to keep it down to three questions, you know, just to get people to get to know who you are, uh, understand the things you do to show up for yourself. And the, the final question would be just, if there's someone listening who, what you said may resonate with them, is there any kind of advice that you can give that person or persons on, uh, you know, if they ask you, it's like, hey, what can I do for myself to try to get to a better place if I'm, you know, having challenges with, I, I go into a cocoon phase and I haven't gotten to a point where I still I'm feeling like I need to go recharge, but I just don't have the courage to share that with my family. or I don't have the courage to say that to that mm. person or any situation where they can't just uh, just whatever the situation may be. They find themselves on the same path. Uh, yeah. Is there anything, any advice that you can give someone who may be listening? Mm. This is a, there's no wrong answers. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, there's never a wrong answer to anything, yeah. right? It, it's mm-hmm. it's what we're we're processing and we're feeling, and like you said, that the deliberate maturity. I mean, mm-hmm. I love that expression um, because in order for growth maturity to happen, it I feel it needs to be intentional. Right. We're going to stumble along things. We're going to touch the hot stove a million times. So we realize mm-hmm. don't touch it again. Right. I mean, but is that necessarily maturity? No, you just learned from your dumb mistakes. Right. Um, but when you deliberately want to move yourself from one place or one phase of your life to the next. I think you have to know who you are first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that moment in that survival mode, in whatever space and phase you're in at that current moment, and then understand where you would like to be one day. It doesn't have to be in 30 days. It doesn't have to be in a week. It doesn't have to be in a you know manifestation of time, so on, right? It just needs to be what you feel for yourself is successful, right? Mm-hmm. For example, brings us back to the original, you know, comments about, okay, it was successful to get up and get out of bed and check the email and get back in bed. That was success for the day, right? Yeah. Yes. Because there was either the opportunity to just check out altogether or check the email. Yes. Right? And <laughs> yes. the decision was mm-hmm. check the email. So it's, it's, we, we get into, I mean, there's so many, um, I think that's extremely powerful that. how you put yeah. I never equated that to success. I equated it to just doing what I was able to do in that moment. But when you tap success to it, it makes it so so much more powerful uh, because you are doing what you can do. And that's a successful day because you're not always going to be able to give 100%. But sometimes 10% is 100%. No, but see, if if you're comparing, and that's the thing, I think that's where we get into that trouble, is that Mm -hmm. we're comparing our percentage of success Mm -hmm. based on what we've accomplished in another day where we truly felt like, you know, and had like (laughs) this superhero cape on. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we feel like, well, I've I've reached the moon before, and if I don't reach the moon, <laughs> yes. and I'm only on Second Street, well, I've only accomplished ten percent of you know what I got yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. So I think we just need to kind of rewind and say, well, 
I was only supposed to be on Second Street today, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, yeah. I, I know I'm kind of rambling about no, those things. No, you're not rambling. But, <laughs> you know, like, from those things, it's like, success measured in one day is not necessarily the same amount of success, or what success looks like in another day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when we get back to the question that you had before, like, what advice could I give to someone? Is again, get back to where are you at in the present moment? Mm-hmm. Where do you, what do you want to accomplish in the end of the day, right? Like or, or this moment, this time, this phase, this chapter. And and focus on what it was Matt Diavella and he said, uh, what does the end goal look like, right? Like, can you visualize what your end goal looks like? Now, for you, it could have been, I just got to check the emails today. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I got to do. I, I, it, for me, sometimes it was, I just got to get up and brush my teeth. Like, mm-hmm. that, I mean, sometimes that's all you had in you. Yeah. It was like, you know what? I'm going to wash my ass today. I'm going to take a shower. <laughs> oh, shit. It's been a week. I'm going to shave my legs. Like, there are things that some people do, mentally healthy people are doing as part of their everyday function in life. And taking it for granted that it's a struggle for someone who's in the valley of a depression moment, you know, um, it's, it's, it's really hard. And then you, you begin to feel ashamed. You begin to feel less than even to yourself. You compare yourself to another day. Like you just said it, right? Like, Oh, I was only 10% successful. Right. (laughs) And it's like, you're, you're not even comparing yourself to the Joneses. Mm -hmm. You're looking at your own level of success of what you've achieved in your lifetime at one day. And you're like, well, I didn't do that. So, you know, today was a bust. No, it wasn't. Yeah. You're still here. You're on the upside of the dirt. You know, like, just keep going, right? Just keep showing up, right? Because it's it's hard. I was saying earlier, you know, I struggle with this, what are the right words to tell someone when they're moving into the next phase? Because I had, we had a mutual friend who came to me with that, right? She was struggling. You know, she says, literally, I mean, when it got down to, she gave me all the layers and pieces and parts of all the expectations she had from all her family and friends and how everybody needed a piece of her. And she didn't know how to remove those expectations or just to catch her breath. Like she couldn't retreat into a cocoon. There were so many people relying on her and so many people wanting and needing her attention and she didn't even know how to serve herself. She didn't even know how to show up for herself and say, here's the line in the sand. I need you to take your shit. I need you to take your shit today. I need you to take your shit. And I need at least three hours. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm giving some worldly advice and I think everything's great. And I'm like, you know what? Give everybody their shit. Tell them what to do. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, you know, great I've given great advice you know I Mm -hmm. go on about my day and what I don't know 45 days later she's now committed suicide Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. told me in that day of like how she would do it and where the gun was and everything else and and so on and and I apologize for anyone else that this may it's a sensitive topic and it may trigger um you know I just I I these are 
you can't have the right words mm -hmm. yeah, for yes. one particular person. Yes. I can tell you what I do. Mm -hmm. Like I said, vocalize, yeah. I affirm, but that took time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because there's so many people who you've already presented a pattern of who you are to so many people. So now in their mind, they have an expectation of how you're going to perform or respond to them when they yes. ask of something or they need something from you. And now you're going to change gears on them. And they weren't ready to shift in the third mm -hmm. gear, right? They've been sitting in second gear for a while. And they're yeah, like, no, we're cool here. <laughs> you know, like, we're good. We're just yeah. cruising on down yeah, the lake, yeah. right? And you're like, mm -hmm. no, look, I'm about to get up this mountain. Yes. Look, look, I'm about to take a left turn because I'm not hanging out over here anymore. You know, whatever, right? And so when you start to do things different from what other people expect of you, my, if I had to give any advice, hold your ground. Mm -hmm. Hold your ground on what you feel is natural for you, what you feel feels good to you when you affirm yourself, because that's going to, you're going to be able to lean into that as your consistent pattern of this is my response mechanism to people who want something from me other than what I'm wanting to give. Does yes. that make sense? Oh, that, that makes that makes complete sense. I don't even uh, I don't even need to add a whole whole, whole bunch to that. I, <laughs> I, I, I will I will say it was getting to the advice part and, and the explanation. I really appreciate that on how you know we're thinking about that mutual friend and the hesitancy to say, hey, this is what you should do. Because once again, this podcast, like my heart behind wanting to do this, is all the different things I see see going on and you know things here recently that just happened uh in our world you know uh with with deaths you know with suicides and 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 even people being murdered you know and it's yeah providing a space for people to come and voice how they navigate through life yeah and uh and that just kind of once again touches on even in the midst of giving advice remembering like hey this is what I do you know yeah and yeah. I'm not telling you that this is what's best for you. This is what I do. If you decide you want to make a cake, these are the ingredients I put in it. But you might want, you know, to add a little vanilla oh, extract yeah. to it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? To add Mommy a little makes something her, else. Yeah, she makes a different corn bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, she <laughs> she gonna put sugar and vanilla. You know, she puts yeah, some cinnamon. So it's, like we're, we're yeah, not so gonna it's, so it's really good. Yeah. You know that that was really really good. So yeah. I, I really appreciate you. And you said just hold your ground on what feels good to you when you confirm yourself when you said something along those lines right? yeah, yeah yeah because it, it's because it's going to whatever comes natural to you mm -hmm. is something you can easily duplicate yeah and so it's not a forced thing right mm -hmm. like we get back to people say oh well go walk for 30 minutes and mm. you're gonna feel better no kiss yeah. my ass because i have anxiety about being around people and i don't, <laughs> don't want to yeah. catch eye contact yeah. with yes. somebody when i'm going to the park yeah. and i don't want to be that jackass mm -hmm. who's rude and not saying good yeah. morning or hello yes. when i'm passing you five times on the loop because you're walking in the opposite direction i don't want to fucking see you that it much like okay? that from a little experience. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a little i'm a little perturbed with the morning walks you know what i mean yeah <laughs> 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 that's funny <laughs> yes so, but i figured and, and then yeah, once again that's what yeah. this is about is like hey 
what, what works for one may not work for the other. Exactly. And it's okay. I think the biggest thing is as long as I think intentions matter, intentions matter and principles matter. And I think yeah. a lot of people, when they do, when they do share and say, Hey, I think you should do this. It's from the intention of, of, of like, Hey, this worked for me. It made me feel better. And the intention is for you to feel better, you know? Yes. So yes. I think it's yes. important for us to, for all of us to allow the space for people to do things differently, different yeah. than us, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When our intentions are all the same. And be to get accepting to a, of that. Yes. You know, yeah, be, yeah, yes. be kind and generous to mm-hmm. the person next to you. If if you're, if you see someone else struggling or somebody else having a hard time, mm-hmm. look at it from a, a point of <laughs> empathy. Yes. That's, that's the word. When I asked my son, who's going to be 21 in March, oh, geez, you know, know him, <laughs> <laughs> I asked him, I said, you know, what do you think this world needs? You know, and he, his one word was empathy, Wow. you know? And so I think if we sit in the shoes of someone else and we look at it from their perspective and mm-hmm. if like, we know how we will respond to something, don't be upset or give somebody a snide comment or a backhanded, you know, passive aggressive, you know, joke about how they're responding to something, the sensitivity that we think we're being comedical we think we are um, lightening the mood as far as how someone is is approaching a situation in life stand in the space of empathy stand in the space of understanding that someone is struggling something with something what they're showing you on the surface is probably 10 layers deep And in understanding that, I think, um, yeah, I, I come to mind, there's a friend of mine, I mean, constant, constant, just negative, you know, jokes and comments back and forth. And when we're talking about things, I'm like, where did this come from? Like, I'm not a negative person. And he's like, that's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. That's what I knew. We yeah. clowned on each other. We yeah. gave each other shit. You know, we ragged each other. It's like, that's what you did in your childhood. But when mm-hmm. you talk about that deliberate maturity, mm-hmm. yeah. if there's things that we can select in our deliberate maturity, please let it be. I'm going to be sensitive to what experiences some person has gone through that I have no idea the depth of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Their trauma may go further and in some comment that we have that we think is some backhanded joke uh you know is or expectation or whatever it may be right is is hitting them more than we're anticipating so that sensitivity to that that empathy of that um maybe like like they say right you know you've got what two ears and one mouth listen more than you speak you know maybe we need to do some of that maybe that's part of the deliberate maturity you know yes. I should probably learn some of that because I know I, <laughs> the, the mouth goes and goes sometimes. Yeah, we all have the right thing. Yes. But we're all trying to help one another. I mean, I come from a space of, of wanting to help someone get unstuck. You know, yeah, we've talked yeah. about that before. I know that that's just what I feel in my life for my, my calling um, is to help people get unstuck. Well, thank you, Leah. We appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. Yeah. And just keep showing up podcasts. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. Until next time, peace.